Episode 57. A lot of a lot of people thought we would never make it this far. Uh, the Heinz Ketchup. Sam Heinz Ketchup, episode 57 of Corporate Lunch. I'm Noah with Rachel and Sam. What's up? Good morning. We are GQ Styles Customer Service Fashion Podcast. We are also the official podcast of Hanging Out. Um, more on that later. But um, I watched Free Solo last night, so I'm I'm actually ready for anything. What a documentary. Have you guys seen it? No. All right. We don't need to get into it. It's pretty... What do you think, Sam? I like how the film was... The film was, it was like nominally about climbing El Cap, but it's really about like his relationship. It's about fear and his relationship and what's going on in his brain. And what to do... How to sort of tell your loved ones that you're going to do something that will like pro- almost certainly like result in your death. And how to not stop someone from doing something that they love, even if it might that kill them. That they need to do... I relate to that specifically about um, fashion and outfits. How do you tell someone that you love that their outfit is terrible, may kill them, although it brings them tremendous joy? (laughs) This is killing Rachel. Rachel's outfit today almost killed me. How do I tell her? What are you wearing? You think this is a bad outfit? No. This is a top-tier outfit. I think the opposite. Thing about women and outfits is like you're wearing a dress. I don't know if that's an outfit. It's just one garment. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. <That's crazy. laughs> Sorry. But I belted it, man. Yeah, you did a lot. You freaked it. You spazzed. <laughs> Rachel spazzed. I can't believe Rachel spazzed again. I'm wearing I'm wearing a flowing robe. Is it? Yeah. That's so sick. It's like a massive floral Florentine uh garment. What are you wearing? Bodie? Sam has a Bodhi shirt shirt jacket draped over his chair and a a t-shirt that says, cry for the new world. Sam's so emo. (laughs) Sam and his emo emo bowl cut. His emo cut. No, what are you wearing? Uh, Graph paper, Camille Fortunes, engineer garments jacket. Birkenstocks. Oh, yesterday, like six people in the office wore Birkenstock Bostons. That was really crazy. I don't know how, like literally six of us, and we were all sitting next to each other, all boys. It reminded me of like when you have a group of friends giving and everyone brings a pie, and you're like, what are we going to do with all these leftovers? Who brought the stuffing, you idiots? You have to plan that sort of thing. Right. Yeah, speaking of, today we're going to cover something near and dear to our hearts, we are we are bringing to you on episode 57 of Corporate Lunch the new rules of hanging out. The new rules of hanging out. So, um, and you might wonder, what does this have to do with customer service or fashion? And I'll tell you um, what it means to me, and then maybe we can you guys can also share what it means to you. But a lot of people are like, what do you buy all these clothes for? What are all the fits for? You know? <clears throat> like, what's the point of it all? Yeah. And to me, it's for hanging out. I absolutely agree with that. And most people buy, you know, maybe not corporate lunch listeners, but if we're if we're taking a survey of like, what do you mean maybe large, not corporate lunch? Most people are buying clothes for their jobs. Yeah. Oh. Most yeah. people buy clothes to go to work for hanging out. They throw on like some basketball shorts and a tee, which is a cool look. It can be yeah. to be sure. It just but, has to be intentional. It's actually one of Mary Kate Olson's best looks. Mm-hmm. She wears basketball she shorts. She wore a pair of yellow basketball shorts with uh, lace knickers layered underneath and a tank top. What kind of basketball shorts were they? Like Lakers? They they didn't have a, a name on them. You think no they were team. just like blank champion mesh shorts or were they designer? Yeah. No. Well, they might have been designer. Um, 
What I mean is, yeah, people buy clothes for their jobs a lot. We always have this debate at, at GQ Style about um, – we don't really always have this debate, but it comes up from time to time about why – like, what are guys buying clothes for? And sometimes it's like going out. And I think that's a big part of it, for sure. Going out meaning there's a difference between going out and hanging out. There's the two right, primary right, things right. one does. I do more hanging out than going out because I'm old and washed. And um, the going out days are behind me or ahead of me. It depends on um, how uh, the rest of my life goes. I did a little Google search for hanging out. What did you find? Uh, the other day, in prep, you know, we prepare pretty deeply for this pod. We do some deep research. That's totally untrue. And, um, we have mood boards. There's a lot of... There's <laughs> a, we have, we That's do. That's a great idea. Um, there are a lot of, uh, like, forum discussions about what it means when someone asks to hang out. Like, a girl asked me to hang out. Does she mean she wants to sleep with me? Like, <laughs> yeah. What does it mean? This, What's the answer? I think it's regional. Yeah. yeah. Super I regional. I think it's a regional. One of the last regional That's thing. funny. I was just thinking about that. There's a sign over in the sink that says, do your dishes. It's hella gross to leave dirty dishes in the sink. I was like, this is the content tower. Hello. We are in New York. We don't use the term hella around here. Right. Um, what does hanging out mean to you, Noah? Well, it definitely doesn't mean that I want to sleep with you if I ask you to hang out. Yeah, good. Um, not just you, but anyone, really. So, um, but this is important and it's uh, also fun because hanging out is the, it's what, it's the social, it's the primary mode of socializing. I would honestly say it's what life is all about. It's what life is all about. Stress-free socializing. Goalless. It's the opposite of, you know, objectless, goalless, aimless socializing. Well, there's one goal. Which which is just to hang out. Which is to have an incredible (laughs) outfit on. But I do agree that there can be confusion around it. Like, where is this going? Which is, you know, one of the first rules of, like, hanging out is just never ask where this is going. No, you shouldn't. You should, and and in fact, the less you know about where the hangout is going to take you, the better. So... Where is this going? Don't ask and don't even think about it. Don't bother and don't certainly don't tell if you know. And I mean that both in terms of like, where are we going to be in an hour or later tonight? Or like, where is this le- taking our like relationship? I mm-hmm. think having that level of attention to the minutia of hanging out, like, where is this going? Like, are we going to a restaurant? Like, yeah. Wait, where, what's, what's the next activity some, we're going to yeah, do? Yeah, someone else coming? Like, you yeah. know, whatever. Like, do I need a it. raincoat? That means... <laughs> That means that you're not allowing yourself to like really just ooze into the hangout. Yeah. Because the idea of a, of a hangout is to like at both like leave space for both deep intimacy mm-hmm. and like utter aimlessness. Yeah. Like I think the goal in life is just to hang out for as long as you can. You know, like a lot of people's fears are come from maybe not being able to hang out anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the first new rule of hanging out is uh, don't worry about where it's going. Rachel, what's the next rule of hanging out? The next rule of hanging out is be open to the assemblage. That's a good one. And what I mean by that is that a great way to hang out is to just go to a neighborhood. Yeah. And perhaps you don't live in a large city, so you you could just go to the mall, I guess. That's kind of a neighborhood. Anyways, you can just kind of like text people as you wander around and like put together a nice group. That's right. And I I think it can, you know, I would be wary of like uh, 
participating in one of these. So it's best if you control it unless you really trust the person in the driver's seat. (laughs) But then if you're in the driver's seat, it is your responsibility to take everyone from one enjoyable activity to the next. Yeah, you got to keep the hangout going because if the hangout gets stale, like if if there's no sense of progress or like... You know, without without having to force like an agenda, there still needs to be a sense that things are progressing in a way that um, is fulfilling. Right. And I think actually if you're going to like you do need to have a sense of progression, but you also need to have a place in mind where you can go, where you can kind of be there for like a couple of hours. Yeah. A deep post is like a big uh, component of the hangout. Deep right. post is deep the post. third. Yeah. But I think, but I think motion is is pretty critical as well. Yeah. Um, to just yeah. keep the keep the spirits high, keep the energy definitely flowing. You need change of scenery, mm-hmm. opportunity to meet new people, encounter new things. Also, sometimes you're like, oh, I'm sick of the way it smells in here. We need to like get a new smell, or like I'm ready for a new drink, but maybe a different type of drink than the drinks we were just having. You'll check the ferry schedule. Be like, oh shit. Let's go to Greenpoint. Yeah, that could. Have hey, a, there's a ferry in ten minutes. Really cool. We it's a five minute walk from here. We got yeah. it. Let's yeah. just do it. And I think it's important to keep in mind what might be nice, enjoyable, or novel to the people you're with. Yeah. Like I think this can really be one of like the ultimate social flexes is to like do this assembly style hangout. Yeah, I guess there's like two approaches, right? There's like the hangout where you're like doing a new thing and then there's the hangout where you do the same thing you always do, which is a totally also like a great way to hang. Yeah. The, uh, oh, I just forgot the next rule of hanging out. I've got a rule of hanging which out. Which is very, uh, you know, in that the spirit, really, in the spirit really of, doing a deep hang. in the spirit of hanging. What is it, Sam? Um, so nothing harshes a deep post like television or sports oh, or both so true um, get that shit out of here if you want to watch sports on the television yeah. you need to sort of formulate the hangout around that goal well it's just a different if you, experience if you yeah. and it's not that's not really hanging out that's you know, having that's, people over that's yeah that's having the boys over and turning on the well i feel like turning on the ncaa basketball tournament that's something. related to like a crucial tenet of hanging out which is like we no strong like allegiances it's not like a no platforms it's not an opportunity to like voice your strong opinions about politics or sports teams or um like what's going on at your job you know yeah Yeah, hanging out is one of the great non-political civic traditions in america yeah i mean and there's there's this other thing like there's an assumption when you're hanging out that like those you're hanging with share your beliefs or at least sympathize with them you know Mm -hmm. there's not like you're not hanging out with someone who like you know is out here like uh all excited about joe biden running for president (laughs) (laughs) well i actually think that's just kidding i don't care what anybody thinks about joe biden that's an interesting uh segue into another rule i think which is like it's okay to say no Oh, totally. like i think wait like no like i'm not gonna hang out with you oh right yeah this isn't in the middle of a hang no 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 you should never i mean you should have an out clause that's a separate rule You're that right. we can get to shortly <laughs> but you don't have to hang out with everyone who asks you to hang out and i think yeah. if you're in the driver's seat if you're curating a hangout and someone says oh is it cool if my friend from college comes you can you can and you should <laughs> say no you never it's not want cool. someone's friend from college the big rule of hanging out is do not invite your friends from college 
No, nobody wants Actually, to hang out. Actually, probably the worst hangout in the world could be my friend from college is in town and we're going to dinner with 10 other people. Worst oh hang. Worst hang of all time. Count me out. Nope. Busy. Going to go watch sports with the other homies. If it's bottomless brunch, on the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this whole episode is sort of a... Uh, like uh, additional a component to the bottomless brunch vibe that Sam fucking I'm just seeking redemption that, from that, that toxic vibe that <laughs> Sam shared uh, what ages ago on a long lost episode of Corporate Lunch um, what else do we want to say about hanging out we were on our way to the podcast studio um, traveling up through the content tower and we ran into some colleagues we bumped into Matt Schnipper of Pitchfork and we said Matt hey Matt uh, good morning What's your number one rule for hanging out? And he, you know, the editor at Pitchfork said music. He said great music. Did he? Yeah, he did. So that's a pretty- not too loud. Yeah, he did say not too loud. Which I also really appreciate. Because you're having conversation. You can't go, like, you really can't hang out at most restaurants and bars, at least in New York. Yeah. Because the music is just way too loud. Or they have shitty acoustics, you know, like those bars where you're like in some beer garden and like all you hear is just like the- roar of whatever feet shuffling what is that sound uh, you know you can't hear anything right i think um, it's just the sound that phones make when you text well that also relates to sam shuby gq sam shuby we also bumped into and asked him his number one rule for hanging out and he said outdoors if possible possible yeah which i agree with strongly i mean the whole the whole reason we're doing hanging out right now is because it's it's just it's just beautiful. This is the season. It's for beautiful hanging. here in New York. I'm venturing. I bet it's beautiful everywhere in America right now. Is that true? You think? Where in America right now would you not want to be? Yeah. This yeah. is, this is yeah. prime time. It's not too place. hot. It's not too cold. It's probably not snowing anywhere. I mean, there might be what tornadoes in the Midwest or uh, something. There was somewhere in in Texas that got like uh, there was like a pollen apocalypse. Ooh. Uh, that seems bad. Yeah, that doesn't. Shout out Zertek. Shout out Claritin. Shout out Flonase. Um, GQ style staff writer Cam Wolf also offered um, a, a rule of hanging rule. out. What did he uh, say? Which rule. is like p- potentially one of the most like fundamentally important rules. Yeah, he said, "Be chill." Yeah, which sounds kind of obvious, but it's really true. I was thinking about um, like uh, this is maybe related to be chill, but like uh, hanging out isn't about any one person. Like it's not a personal thing. It's more like being in a soup. You know, you're all part of the soup. And there's no, like, star of the soup. It's not about, like, oh, my God, I just, you'll never, you'll never believe, like, um, what happened to my dad. And I'm going to tell you this long story about it. Yeah. Or, like, oh, I'm Ooh. thinking about buying a car, and here's, like, all the research I've been doing online about cars. It's just not about you like that. Well, but I think you could... I would actually be interested in having a conversation with someone who's thinking about buying a car if they're willing to. Yeah, get I take really that back. That's actually a great. That's a great hangout like, conversation. If, they, if they're like, "Oh, like it's this much as this dealer," and da 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 da, like I don't really want to hear that. But if they're like, "These are the things I want to do with the car and the new possibilities it could bring into my life and yours," then yeah, I would definitely be down to talk about that. What are the? But it does. That's a good point. There are some things that I think you don't want to like. That like can bring down a hang though, other than sports and politics. No, nothing's off limits. Maybe specific, I'm wrong. The specifics of I someone's think I'm approaching relationship. This, yeah, that can be kind of a drag. 
Like me yeah. just just listing all the things that really that pissed me off. That actually is when you go to a restaurant or a bar. Let's to like take have this a to a restaurant. Is like you take like one or two friends and you're like, hey, like I'm having this problem with my significant other or like yeah. my friend. Yeah. Who pointedly was not invited to this gathering. Oh, I know what, what I was trying to think of. Let's see if I can tr- articulate this. And maybe you guys can help. But it's like, it's not, hanging out is not the opportunity for networking. No. no. Oh my God, no. Or um, like, the, or like venting. Right. Mm-hmm. Like the, the conversation that needs to be in a, in a sort of like aspirational sort of sense or uh, abstract and uh, what did you say? What did, how did you describe the car? Talking about cars? Theoretical. theoretical. Yeah. It needs to be more in the theoretical, not in the like no venting or networking. It's not about climbing. It's not about trying to better your position, really. Right. Although You're, I am interested in gossip when I'm hanging yeah, out. Yeah, gossip's good. Yeah, hanging yeah. out is like the new salon culture. Do people right. still gossip? Oh, yeah. Salons are cool. I know a guy who does like a drawing salon. That's kind of hanging out. It's a little too much of a specific activity, you know? Yeah. I think if you're doing a nude drawing salon, then at least one person is hanging out. (laughs) All right. What other rules for hanging out do you guys have? Another rule for hanging out. Yeah. Shopping is not hanging out. Not really. No. You can maybe pop in somewhere, though, if you're you're, you're passing by. If you're walking and... um, you know, participating and in, in, in assembling a squad and you want to pop uh-huh. into a store, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if you're like, I need to buy something, I know where I'm going to go, yeah. I'm going to get it, and I'm going to bring my three friends and they're going to watch mm-hmm. me shop, that's not really hanging out because that's about you. That's right. That's a bummer for the other friends. The thing about the hang is there can be no one person who's bummed. I mean, they just have to leave. Because <laughs> that's another thing is some people just are never down to hang. They get there and they're like, well, where are we going? Well, wh- what are we doing? Yeah. You know, like I'm we hungry. said, yeah, I'm hungry. And it's like, <laughs> dude, we'll eat when it's time. And right. if you're, and if you like right. walk, if you like walk into a bar or restaurant or you're walking by a, you know, a place that's like hopping and you think to yourself like, oh, what are all these people doing? Yeah. Then you're that person who like doesn't like to hang out and who can't hang. Yeah. Never be that person. And it's not, it's not always so easy, you know? Like sometimes it can be hard. You're stressed. You got a lot on your mind. You got a lot to do. You're busy. You don't have a ton of free time. You're like, you got errands. You got to see a bunch of people. You got to talk to this guy about a thing. You got to see your dealer. You got to see an apartment. You got to go to the doctor. You got to walk your dog. Like it can be hard to hang out properly given all that. But hanging out is like the spiritual, it like offers you spiritual rejuvenation yeah, it's a religious from, experience from all of those all of those tasks and activities and goals and things that you need to do. Yeah, to keep your life together. Do you think New York is the cap the world's capital of hanging out? New York is an amazing city for hanging out. It's a, I mean, it's, it's just the perfect the, city for hanging out. But I don't know if people are hanging out enough. Really? Yeah. People Everyone in, in Paris is, hang out. Oh, Paris yeah, is definitely in, yeah. in Paris really hang out. Paris. I don't think people hang out in out. L.A. Where else do people hang out? Like any college town. Atlanta is a great city for hanging out. Is it? Out. Yeah. I've, I've actually never been to Atlanta. Austin has a lot of, Don't a lot tell of hanging Will. out going yeah. on in yeah. Austin. Shout out all the Texas listeners who uh We do have some DM'd Texas listeners. Yeah, they, they came through. No one was too angry about that. Would you wear cowboy boots when you're hanging out? No. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really? I would be distracted. But not in Texas, though. Yeah, I guess Yeah, cowboy boots feel more like a going out thing in New York. 
In Texas, it's like an <laughs> my everyday going thing. Out my boots. going out boots. One cool thing that can happen during a hangout is like, during a hang, as I like to say, like something crazy could happen. Like someone could just be like, hey, I'm going to go in here and get a tattoo real quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you could be like, cool. Yeah. Let's go hang out in there while you hear the bzzz, and I'll hold your hand and you can squeeze it tight when it hurts. <laughs> um, all right. What other rules for hanging out you guys got? I think if you're hosting a hangout at your um, your residence, oh, okay, you should always have a signature cocktail. Wow, oh, uh, what's yours? Ready that's to really go. nice. I used uh, to make old fashions. I forgot. Nice. My roommate and I developed a, a drink that we call the Borum Hill Spagliato. Oh my sort god! Sort of like a. It's pretty bad, actually. I hate this. It's like a Negroni with rum. It's terrible. <laughs> but we still serve it to guests. What is it? Funny. A Spagliato? Yeah. What well, does that mean? That's like a. It's like a fake Negroni. It's from Milan. Some like hotel does it. You know what I like to make <laughs> martinis. Is, uh, well, I, I like to make these martinis. hard drinks are are rough on the hang though. I'm talking about like maybe an ice cold domestic beer. Yeah, <laughs> beer is really great. I also people really love green tea. Yeah. If you offer someone some green tea or some jasmine tea at your home. That's a good hang. Yeah. I like um I'm really relaxed. I like uh Genmai Cha. That's really nice. Which is like a toasted yeah. rice green tea. That's really nice. I don't mess with the jasmine tea. That's too floral. Hmm. I think I just But if I was hanging out at good. Yeah, if I was hanging out at your place and you were like, I'm making some jasmine tea, I would definitely I wouldn't like turn it down. Well, I might it be it like goes Ooh, with the vibe do of you have any get my job. <laughs> yeah. What else did you see when you Google searched it? Oh, a lot of people want to know if it means are we gonna fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Depressing. Depressing why? Because people can't people Some have a hard time that maybe people, that people need to like uh you know, post in the internet forums to like decode pretty straightforward oh. social language. Well, okay. I respect that. So it's all so complicated now. I mean, who has answers? What are you going to do? Ask a friend and your friend's just going to make fun of you. Plus, if you're that person, you maybe don't, you probably don't have other friends. The internet is the great, not the great that. friend of yeah, everyone. Uh, this is my question is, is, uh, can I, but, you hang out virtually? No. Is no, like the group, bullshit. is the group text? No, and like I also a, think that like when you're hanging out, like a good hang, there's you're not even like Googling. Like maybe if you really need directions because you're like, oh, I remember this great spot nearby. Like I can't quite, can't quite remember what street it was. Like, okay, but like don't be the one that's like got to Google everything to tell someone or like pull up your phone and like show somebody a bunch of pic- old like pictures yeah. or baby pictures. Don't ever show anyone a baby picture when you're hanging out. No. How do you feel about about documenting the hang? I mean, it kind of happens naturally. I don't want to yeah. be like so crazy, but you definitely like definitely not tweeting. No. Yeah. Well, maybe I- some light Instagramming. Once I, I can't remember if Sam Hine was present for this hangout, but once I went to the drugstore about a year ago and I bought, <laughs> cool. I bought 15 pairs of children's sunglasses <laughs> and I gave them to everyone I was hanging out with that day. Yeah. And then I took pictures of everyone because it looked like they were wearing tiny sunglasses. Well, they were. Like they were. Yeah. But it looked like they were wearing like designer Hadid sunglasses. Oh, they were like borrowed them from YG. Yeah. And then I made a I made a kind of Brady Bunch style tile. You're like photo. a real thoughtful hangout person. Yeah. Is skating hanging out? Skating is the is peak hanging out. That's the best that's the best part about skating. I remember I I was listening to this interview, I don't know if it was the Nine Club or what, some interview with Bill Strobeck, who's the film the Supremes filmer. He made Cherry and Blessed and uh 
he's Dill's filmer. Like he's a has a long history of filming skateboarding, not not just for Supreme, but in the, he was talking about his life and his career. And at some point, he's like, "I've just been hanging out for twenty years, and I'm yeah. still hanging out." And that's just what that's what it is. What I mean, filmers are really hanging out because they're just waiting for skaters to do something cool, and sometimes it takes them days. But uh, that really that really put it into perspective, and I was like, "Man, this guy's got." A, a you know a decent career he's he's done some good work probably made some some decent coin and he's just been hanging out um people should take pictures of hanging out speaking of that documenting share your photos your best hangout photos with sam hine or yeah. your best hangout fits and, and videos too <laughs> document this weekend this should be this is a corporate lunch call to action yeah this weekend you should do some really good hanging out you yeah. should do, yeah apply all of these rules and document it like you are the bill strobeck of your friend group no agenda gather between one and four friends and um just hang out and if you want to send a photo yeah. to me yeah yeah maybe i'll post them all oh somewhere. we just got tie-dye gq style stickers did everyone get one yeah, um, if you've copped the spring issue of GQ Style, which if you haven't by now, you should just turn off the podcast. Uh, no, you can keep listening. And throw your phone into the ocean. But you should buy the magazine. But you should buy the magazine, and then if you if it's you want good. a, a tie-dye GQ Style sticker for your the back of your Subaru. We made tie-dye stickers. You could put on your Ramoa or the back of your Subaru or um, your notebook, your laptop. I don't know. Sam has Nalgene. one on his laptop. Um, yeah, your Nalgene might need a sticker. It's a pretty bike. dope sticker. It has some texture. Rachel, what do you think about <laughs> the sticker? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> How are we on time? I like time? that it has a Gushers colorway. Yeah, the colorway is a little is pretty advanced. Um, the other thing <laughs> that we need to talk about today, we need to address. That's uh, urgent is hair rachel said something interesting about hair the other day which is that like it used to be that everyone had a haircut yeah you would find your haircut you'd be like my hair looks good like this and exactly like this yeah which is frustrating because that means it looks good for like every three weeks or something yeah um yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, and you would have that haircut and that was like what you did yeah. but i think it seems like men are getting much more open to experimenting with lengths and with styles and with yeah. products i mean a fun fact is that my first piece for gq style was about hair oh with what's his name how to get what we called sort of jokingly at the time the white boy fade yeah. How to get like a high and tight fade, mm-hmm. um, which three years ago was like the haircut. The haircut. It was the men's, of, menswear of do the of moment. the time. Yeah. And that was like such a precise cut. You know, like some You never some barbers, had that cut. I never got it. Some barbers like literally use like rulers to mm-hmm. do that cut to make sure mm-hmm. that the fade is like so. I perfect. would never trust a barber that uses um, a ruler. Yeah. You know, you got to get someone who you goes by have touch. I. Um, and <laughs> since then, the fade has sort of like you know diffused it's faded like you know like you see like bankers with like soft fades now it faded faded faded. did you hear me out yeah all right the fade faded and as rachel pointed out now it's 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 anything goes and i like that like sort of philosophy about clothing (laughs) what is this face you're making i like the i like that the philosophy of kind of like anything goes in clothing yeah has now migrated up to your dome to one's dome and three years ago noah when he started a gq style had a buzz cut. Yeah, I shaved. Yeah. My head was and shaved, shaved. Right now, I'm looking at Noah's little 
cute little low pony. I've been running a little hair, an updo. What's an updo? Is this an updo? No. No. Updo's on the top of your head. Yeah. I've been running a little low man bun in the back. No one has talked any shit about it yet. Not a single, like, heckle. No one's called me Australian or yelled at me to go back to Ohio or uh, asked me where my longboard is. It seems fine. Uh, There's a lot of fear about it. But um, Sam has had a different haircut for as long as I've known you every Mm -hmm. time you've gotten like a haircut you've had no consistency I get like two or three cuts a year not bad you do not get two or three cuts a year yeah two or three haircuts a year yeah my hair used to be down to my shoulders how long is a year for you yeah how many how many days are in your year is that don't you get your haircut like once a month no wow I don't know if Uh, Sam's telling the truth and I get a different cut pretty much every time yeah yeah that was the point and well, we've talked about Vacancy Project on the pod, but we love Vacancy Project. We always go but there. Vacancy is sort of like haircuts. the the temple of the individualistic hairstyle. Yeah, it is. That's a very good way of putting it. Sam Shuby, speaking of, came into the office two days ago with a fresh fade, and it looked great. It looks really great. And it made me think, I'm going to do that again. Now's the time for a new haircut. I have nothing to say about hair products. Do you guys? Don't use them. You don't use, use little. Use little. I use a little everyday oil. Oh, I use everyday yeah. oil too. That's kind of all you need, you know. Yeah. They use that no, some people too. need like pomade or diffusers, yeah. defibrillators. I think. I think oh, the, we shouldn't. Hairspray. <laughs> Hairspray. Is that still out there? Bad, Aerosol can. Bad mm-hmm. for the ozone. When you really shake bad. it, is there a ball inside, like a can of spray paint? Mm-hmm. No, there's not. I think. I think the now. Na- I mean, the natural look is pretty in right now. So. If you're if so you're reaching for like the, the waxy like you do, know, do high not wax. tension yeah. pomade or whatever, try a little oil instead. Yeah, I think most advice. of what you need Sam should happen a... in the shower. Yeah, like I think you oh. should be conditioning in a deep way. Oh, I don't do that. No. Oh, you got a conditioner. No, my hair is too weird. Damn. No, I don't use. I shampoo. got a conditioner for you. Really? Yeah. What's it called? Away. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's it's isn't created that, that by. A um, how do you spell it? O U A I. Away. I just um, really good. I just like the smell of some of that stuff. But then it sticks with you in your head. You got that smell everywhere you go, coming from your head. But nothing's cooler than hair that smells good. People love that. They go wild for it. My hair smells terrible. It's true. You know who goes wild? Sorry. Who goes wild for smelling hair? Who? Joe Biden. <laughs> 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 Uh, Rachel, how how often do you? Um, maybe this is a personal question, but how often do you uh, bleach your hair? Um, I bleach my hair. Your hair is bleached every five weeks. I thought this was a natural. No. Do you do it yourself? No. Do you DIY? I go to Fringe Salon on the Lower East Side. Your no. hair situation is extremely advanced. Um, I've been bleaching my hair. I wanted to bleach my hair since I was fifteen years old. I was just like, I want Courtney Love's hair. That's yeah. just what I want. Um, but no one would ever do it because it will really mess up they your hair. They say it's really bad for your hair. Yeah. But now I've been doing it for almost but 10 years. But now lots of people do it. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's unusual lot, anymore. It's gotten a lot safer. I always thought, like, who cares if I ruin my hair? Right. And What's no, the worst thing back. that happens? Well, oh, it can break? To, yeah, it can break. Well, the worst can thing you end up with bald spots or just kind yeah. of short, weird yeah, hair? Yeah, because well, it you can, can really burn, burn all, your scalp. Yeah, you can burn all your hair out and, like... And scar your scalp, you, and then you won't yeah. grow hair back at all. You'll never grow hair back there again. Oh, that would be bad. I would not want that to happen. I've bleached my hair when I was a kid. I think Mike D, one of the Beastie Boys, had like a short 
buzzed kind of bleached like not quite Caesar thing but I was obsessed with that haircut I saw I want to do it again Mordecai did we talk about how Mordecai got bangs Mordecai Rubenstein mm-hmm. Mr. Mort came in for a shoot with us um, a portfolio in um, March issue of GQ yeah March and uh Mordecai had kind of shaggy, sort of slightly curly, wavy, longish. Maybe it was like chin length. And he just sat. Normally people come in and, we you know, we have groomers and stuff on set. And people come in and get like a maybe a trim. A and little a, tousle. A little tousle and a little bit of makeup. And Mordecai was just like got a full new hairstyle. And he got bangs. Kind of like a like a George. Did George Harrison have hair like that? No. I wanted to say it was yeah, like a Beatles was, thing. Yeah, I, I don't know. Kind of a Beatles, he had like a, a shaggier, uh, wavy-ish Beatles thing. And it looked dope. And, and then right gosh. after that, I was like, I'm going to get bangs. And then I, I didn't. That would be crazy. I don't think I'll do that. But Yeah. Shout out Masami at uh, Vacancy Project, who's talked me out of bangs like three times. And really? I thank her for that. Yeah. But they sort of specialize in like the bangs with the mullet. But mm-hmm. I guess... Um, that's good that they talked you out of it because even though they were like, that's our specialty, but it's not for you. Yeah. She was just like, have you had bangs before? And I was like, no. Why would that be a prerequisite? Everyone has think, to have them for the first time if you're ever going to have them. Yeah. I think she was like, she was like, I don't think you're ready for this, basically, wow. which felt like a, a, a bit of a challenge. But I think yeah. this summer, I think this summer I might do, I might cut most of my hair off and go short with a little tiny bang and then maybe dye it. What do you think about the short with a tiny bang, Rachel? I don't know. I don't know either. What <laughs> do you mean? Skeptical. Like Eminem? No, just like a really like a short, like boyish <laughs> cut, like kind of like a bad, like boyish? A quote unquote, like bad haircut. Yeah. Yeah. Sam. I mean, if Sam can do it, whatever the fuck he wants. There's the spring hair conversation that we're all we've all been dying to have. If you have hair questions, DM them to Sam Hine. He or email him at. Uh, <laughs> I don't, don't know what Sam. Please don't. Email I don't know me. what Sam's email is. Um, it's Noah Johnson at gmail.com. <laughs> but there is there's a lot of hair energy. There were several people in the office that got um, important haircuts this week and were on their way to get them. Benji uh, just went to uh, GQ colleague Benji. He's kind of our grooming editor, right? Ben- Benji Hanson Bundy. Waspier than Sam Hine name. Benji Hanson Bundy. He's a real G. Uh, was on his way to Vacancy Projects, but I haven't seen his head yet since he it, did it, that. It, it, he came back looking pretty, um, pretty much the same. But what they, what um, he saw, Ann Causey there. Um, That's who I see. You can you can meet all these people in the um, March issue of GQ, um, and Ann Ann set him up to grow his hair out. He wants to grow his hair long, so if people you're love a, to do that. Like I'm growing my hair out, so I'm going to get a haircut. Yeah, you got to get a haircut to to grow it long. You need a little shape. Yeah, yeah. You got to mold it so yeah. that you don't like so that it doesn't go out, so that it goes down and long. I know, but nothing. The only way to grow your hair long is to not get it cut. And well, every every theory. time you get your hair cut, you need to more time to grow back the part that you cut. Anyway, there's more. Stay tuned um, for the June issue of GQ. There's some good. You got uh, a big hair story. Summer in there? Uh, summer hair content um, by yours truly in that one. So. All right. We won't give away what the trend, what the hair trend of the summer is yet. You might be able to guess, but. Oh. Now I know what you're talking about. The hair trend of the summer. The summer hair trend that no one saw coming. Episode 57 of Corporate Lunch. We are GQ Styles customer service fashion podcast all about hanging out and hair. Should we do some vibes? Everyone Everyone has exactly one vibe. 
Yeah. One tight vibe. All right, I'm going to start off with the vibes. Um, this kind of relates to hanging out. Well, maybe it doesn't. I don't want to, like, we never really talk about drinking too much on here. It just feels boring to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, it not, can be a part of hanging out. Not it everyone drinks. Exactly. I think, like, like, Rachel was pushing tea, which I really appreciated. You know, everyone everyone has different different needs and tolerances and uh, situations. But, all right, my number one vibe is frozen drinks. And by that, I mean hard drinks. And by that, I mean frozen margaritas. Pina coladas. Fro- frozen pina coladas. Daiquiris? I don't really do daiquiris or, like, painkillers. I don't really love that that type of thing, but I love frozen margaritas. Mm-hmm. And when the weather is nice and you're hanging out and maybe skating and kind of warm, you need to have a frozen drink. And I'm happy to report that there are frozen drink machines in like every bar in Brooklyn now. That's true. They've really gone mainstream. Because a few years ago, you'd get one and people would look at you sideways. Yeah. Where Where is that place in Greenpoint that has a great frozen? The best frozen drink of all time was Nights and Weekends. And Nights and Weekends yeah, is true. gone. Nights and Weekends was the best hangout in Brooklyn history. Um, a real North Brooklyn mainstay, and uh, it's long gone. So now, now um, people get them at like Broken Land or Ramona, or yeah, Ramona I, those are just the, the Greenpoint spots. Big painkiller there. Yeah, it just postpones the pain though. <laughs> Diane Keaton's Instagram. Oh yes, yeah, that's very much in your lane. Yeah, I've been following her. Her social media presence is just amazing. I mean, I've been, she's like one of yeah. the first people, I guess I, our first like celebrities I followed. Like there was this long, she's obsessed with, with Pinterest. She has an really? incredible Pinterest. Yeah. She's and, the DJ Khaled of Pinterest. Yeah. She definitely is. Yeah. And, um, and she would, she always tweets when she pins something new and she had this legendary. Do you have a Pinterest account? Just to follow Diane Keaton. Oh, cool. And in fact, I once saw her in John Darien and I said, I have a Pinterest account. Just follow you. What did she say? She said, oh. Oh wow! Oh wow! <laughs> Did she say she liked your outfit or anything? I don't know. I think she was just a little bit like, "Oh my god, I'm like trying to pay. Like, why are you talking to me?" Well, she's dying, Keaton. Yeah, right. but um, she has this like legendary board of clown portraits. That's really nice. Why is she so into clowns? I don't. I really. She don't kind know. of dresses just, a little bit like a yeah. like a chic clown. Yeah, I mean, she wears. She has that like really great, like arty waspy old like mainline society kind of yeah. uh style yeah like she'll wear margella and then like some really crazy you know like weird british sweater yeah um and she, she looks posts- like she's probably into like s- the slow super slow fashion like the jeffrey b smalls and yeah um <clears throat> what's his name paul harnden yeah and she loves Anne demula meester oh yeah exactly yeah um, and she posts amazing fit pics, and she writes in all ca- her captions are in all caps, which is really fun. She had a great post this week about her huge jeans, her huge Margella jeans. Yeah, I just think it's like great fit energy. Yeah, you know, people try really hard to be cool in fit pics, but she's just like, I'm having Genuine. the time of my life. She'd be great to hang out with. Yeah, my vibe is Pratt fashion. <laughs> So, you uh, had a little Pratt fashion experience this week, didn't yeah, you? Yeah. <laughs> Sam um, just enrolled at Pratt. Uh, <laughs> congratulations. This is actually this is my last pod. <laughs> Sam's freshman year is about to begin for some reason right now. Yeah. Um, so earlier this week, I was uh, 
I went to um, see the Pratt um, graduating seniors in the fashion program. I went to see their uh, thesis collections. Yeah. So every um, any corporate lunch listeners in that mix? No, not that Did I could you tell. tell them. Hmm. Did you speak no. the gospel? I was trying to. I was trying to keep it very. You know, so Sam I was serving on the, suit that day. I was serving on the jury um, panel for their. Who else uh, was on that panel? Uh, Mike Eckhaus was on the panel. Friend cool. of the pod. That's cool. um, A couple writers from Vogue, like a fashion editor from Vogue, a fashion mm-hmm. editor from The Cut, mm-hmm. um, a bunch of stylists and other um, leading lights of the industry. Um, you just anyway, called yourself a leading yeah, light of the I industry. Know. You like that? You're the leading light of my life. Thanks, Noah. And uh, were you inspired? So I saw twenty-one collections. Whoa! Um, and it being my first time, you know, I was trying to, I was trying to go nice on them. But, but, in, but what were the top really notes? What are people doing? Who are people ripping off? Okay, so my main takeaway was that a lot of, I would say, like the majority of the students found inspiration in their own like personal narratives. Mm. Um, my the sense that I got was that like if you had gone and seen the Pratt students five years ago, they would all, they most of them would, would say, oh. You know, I'm inspired by Raph, Helmet, you know, Margiela, yeah. things like that. Yeah. Um, you know, now this year that was not really the case. There was one collection that I thought stood out um, by a young lady named Fiona Khan. She had a great collection um, of, you know, she used a lot of like really heavy canvases mm-hmm. um, and, and sort of weird, almost like burlappy found fabrics that she like garment dyed and dyed with like turmeric and stuff like that. And um, she sort of designed all these really large silhouettes in this, I- and like attached all was these modular unisex? bags and stuff. It was unisex. Oh. Um, it was sort of a, it was pretty like it felt like a little helmet inspired to me, um, and it was great. And so the did she win? So I don't. So the point. So what we were there's doing, no competition. What the right? jury was doing was deciding who would like move on to the final Pratt fashion runway show mm-hmm. which will be in a few weeks oh cool oh. Um, so how we many got are to chosen decide. can we go with you uh yeah you guys should come are they mfa students no they're they're Undergrad. um, undergrads, undergrads yeah um and so we were just trying to make we were we were basically screening them and saying okay this person's ready for the runway this person maybe needs needs some work oh i see um and I, I don't know how many end up making it i don't think that they have like a set number i think it's like whoever whoever's collections are strong enough mm-hmm. will well it seems we'll like do the fiona khan has a good shot yeah. Yeah. So shout out Pratt. Thanks for having me. That's cool. Thanks for sharing that, Sam. Thanks for listening to episode fifty-seven of Corporate Lunch. Tell a friend about us. Tell, make a tweet about us or a social media post at Sam Hines. Hang so out and for, listen to for this. visibility. Hang out and listen to some of it. Get a bunch of AirPods, AirBuds. What are they called? Earpods. AirPuffs. AirPuffs. Pass them around. Stick them in your ears and just listen. Dip in and listen. Write a review and subscribe, and um, buy the new buy the spring issue of GQ Style. Read about Jason Dill, Tom Sachs, uh, the Grateful Dead's uh, famously reclusive uh, roadie or uh, sound engineer Dan Healy, Virgil Abloh. Um, drink a lot of water, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>